Most kids back to school this week. I guess some went before Labor Day. Our kids back to school this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your ex has got his time right now, so he's the one sending them off. So you'll see him uh, this coming week. Yes. Uh, But he dressed them up and got them off to school. and was nice enough to send a picture of their first day of school. And here's what's funny. And we were talking about this yesterday is I think we've got to sit Grayson down and (laughs) coach him on how to take a picture. And I'm not just saying yeah. uh, now it's a whole different deal. It used to just be you take a picture. Well, let me go back to, to the history of pictures, right? You always you see those pictures from like the 1850s, whatever, and everybody looks like yeah. they're grumpy. No one smiled. And I say it's because you had to sit there for like four hours because mm-hmm. it took that long for the picture thing to snap and for your picture. And that's why nobody smiled because your face would hurt. Right. 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 And then uh, time goes by and people take uh, posed pictures. You know, the 50s, the 60s, like the you go to Sears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like a portrait come to life. Mm-hmm. And then there were those posed pictures that were like, okay, everybody, say cheese, we're taking a picture. And now there's all these things with filters and the right angle because things get posted and the high definition and all of that. Well, and it's also not film. So right. if you don't have the film, you can take it over and over and over so that you have a better photo. Obviously. But no matter which of those we uh, are talking about here, whatever <laughs> photo taking context. Yeah. Grayson's got this issue where if he smiles, he squints. He closes his eyes. So what he he appears yeah. to be a pilot who's trying to land the plane on the <laughs> runway, but there's sun in his eyes. That's the face that he makes when he smiles. Now, if you tell him stop squinting, now he's got the 1850 grumpy face. Right, right. He's so. either he's either it's a huge smile with eyes closed, right. or Nothing. That's it. So he. So we've got to figure out uh, some sort of perfect medium. Could we at least get a grin? Because uh, all the pictures of the two of them together first day of school, <laughs> his eyes are closed, and yeah. then there's one where his eyes are not closed and he looks grumpy. And Lola's eyes are closed. Right. So right. there's just, and I, again, I appreciate that pictures were taken. We got to see it because we were busy doing the show. We didn't get to be yeah. there. But on the other hand, we've got to get them to take better pictures. I think what he'll need to do is go sit in the mirror and so he could see what, because I don't think, <laughs> honestly, because I'll, I'll tell him, I said, Grayson, look at the camera. Yeah. Look at me. I'm here because he will. He's looking off and he's not, he just wants to be where everybody is. He doesn't want to, he doesn't care about the photo. And I think that's another thing. You think is that's he, the problem is he I just doesn't. It's, uh, I think it's a big part of it. Like he's a. His he's heart just, is not in it. He's a six year old boy. But he's, he's a like, ham. He, he likes making videos on, uh, he's got a TikTok account and all of that. He so, does. So he, I don't understand why he wouldn't get that you don't want to look silly in your picture. He, but he, I don't. I, he's not trying to look silly. He doesn't he doesn't really look silly. It just looks like he's cheesing so hard that you can't see his eyes. And really, he's just annoyed that he has to take a picture. He just doesn't want to. Well, see, do I it, never so. thought of that. That it was that he didn't want to participate. No, right? no, he doesn't. He's ready to go. He's standing there. The kids are waiting at the bus stop, and everyone's like, "Smile!" And he's just leave me alone. You know, when you're on the parkway and this, and it's like early in the morning, the sun's coming up. You got to put the little visor down. That's the kind of squinting yeah. he does in every picture. Yeah, or stone face, or stone face. No in between. It's very funny. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app. Get us 1071theboss.com too, or on demand at 1071theboss.com. Hello, good morning, America. Welcome to finally Friday, September the 9th, 2022. It's kind of a funny thing, even though this was a short work week mm-hmm. or just an unusual week, a holiday week for everybody, it still feels like a very long week. You know what? Michelle and I were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. And it just I, I don't know if it's because it's also back to school, so everyone's just getting up earlier and there's more. I don't know what it is, but... I know it's, it's not officially the end of summer, but it still feels like, yeah. you know, now everything is doom and gloom because right. well, we summer's over. we got the rain over. this 
last week, yeah. and I think that didn't help, but it has. It's, it was a short week that felt so long. Maybe that's it. Like I always say, when I can't sleep, yeah. it's easier to get up. Right. But when you have a great night's sleep and then the alarm goes off, mm-hmm. if the alarm wakes you up, then that's even worse. You it know? is. So, it's true. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'll tell you what. We got some goodies today. The weekend is here. We'll do the freak out to officially kick it off at 8 o'clock this morning. Do a little working for the weekend. We're going to go to the uh, Celebrity Hotline, talk to the uh, star of that show, Ink Master. Oh, yeah. On Netflix. Of course, Dumb Crook News, Fun Facts for a Finally Friday. We'll check the birthday file, the Fast Five, the Bulletin Board, hashtag mom. God, fashion. 720, Don't forget, he said. She said. At 750. So it is another power-packed broadcast today on your 1071, The Boss. And thank you for listening. Oh, I forgot to mention, classic rock keywords. Oh, yes. $250 cash if you have yesterday's four keywords. We do them every day. Then you call us 7 o'clock the next morning. Give them to us. Uh, 250 bucks, 500 Double your money Thursdays. Get all the info you need, 1071toboss.com, and win after 7. And then today's first keyword coming up, 9 o'clock this morning. It's funny. We uh, were working on these keywords because they're calling it Robbie and Rochelle's keywords, so they asked us to put these together. Right. And one of the songs that we thought might be fun, because it's got such a quirky lyric, is uh, B- Billy Joel, We Didn't Start the Fire. Right. But it's funny that he goes in five beat There's melodies. five syllables. Five syllables. Right. So it doesn't work for the classic rock keywords, which is four a day. But I, when we were doing this, I, I desperately wanted to, we didn't start to the... use the fire. Right. But so you, that wouldn't work. It, it, that doesn't work. But there are a couple, like you could do, but I thought the words would be too hard. Well, I was looking at the lyrics. I printed them out because I disagreed with you. that if Because it's a classic song, right? It is so a like classic song. So like we could have song. gone Harry Truman Doris Day. That's the Harry, first line of the song. Harry Truman Doris I mean, I That's get, four words. I, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But I was looking at the full lyric when we were doing it. And I just didn't think it would like, I don't know. Yeah, but, but some of them, you're right. Eisenhower vaccine England's got... Well, and that's the thing. <laughs> so Some of them work. are really hard. Like, I'm looking at the lyrics, and I don't even know what they're saying. And I feel like that's how it is when he's singing the song. I, Buddy Holly, Ben-Hur, Space Monkey, Mafia? I mean, what? that would work. No, I, Space Monkey. No, it doesn't work. Buddy Holly, Ben-Hur, we'd have to do, right? Right, but that doesn't... <laughs> that's so random. Richard Nixon, back again. The, no, that's... You can't that's do, fun. I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bay of Pigs Invasion? The Bay of Pigs Invasion? Yeah. No, yeah, Bay of Pigs Invasion Bay is for. Of pigs Invasion. That's well, that, fun. Let's do a military blunder giveaway well, some that, cash. That's what I was looking at. Happy Br- times. British politician sex. Nope, I need one more there. Oh, you go British politician sex, JFK. <laughs> <laughs> that works. This, I mean, the lyrics to this song, if you've never looked them up, you absolutely have to because you think you know what you're saying. It's one yep. of those that we've done that, do you know the lyrics thing? You don't. I promise you don't know these lyrics. It's this crazy. How about Russians in Afghanistan? No, that no work. we can't say that. Ayatollahs in Iran, Russians. Here's your $250. Thanks well, for listening. Well, like we could have done Moonshot, Woodstock, Watergate, Punk Rock. Well, no, because Punk Rock is two words. See, yep. that, that one work. almost worked. I think you got to if you're going to do it. I think you got to go with Richard Nixon's back again. <laughs> well, maybe next time. <laughs> but uh, lucky for everyone, none of those are the keywords. No, we did not use. We didn't start the fire. Hang it. So sorry about that. Yeah. How did you choose the songs that you uh, used? I went through and found songs. Are they we... the biggest hits? No. Are they, they your favorite songs? No, they're the songs that we play, and I looked at all the the titles. So and the songs you might hear the... on this radio station, right? Okay. Right. So there's so some... no hip hop. No. Because people have asked that. This is kind of like with the celebrity, is mm-hmm. people just assumed it was an actor. Yeah. And in fact, not every one of them was an actor. No, no. And I mean, that some of them are... You're not going to hear country. 
Nothing like no. that. Is that going to be friends in low places? Mm-mm. No, but they they're either lyrics or they're titles of the song or they're yeah. The, I mean that's basically so they're all uh, classic rock. They're hits. classic rock keywords. Imagine that. Imagine that. It's yeah. right in the title. But mm-hmm. yet I keep getting notes like this. So <laughs> so there you are. I was actually uh, reading an article about We Didn't Start the Fire not that long ago. So it's funny this came up that people have been asking Billy for some time because his song came out uh, 1989. Yeah. To update it. And to do things that happened in the 90s and the 2000s. Mm-hmm, and he just mm-hmm. said that everything is so depressing that he doesn't know what the heck he would write. But I think there's things he could do that'd be funny. TikTok, Britney Spears. Yeah, I think there's Stranger things, things. I think there's things. All the fears. I mean, some of these are still relevant. China's under martial law. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Foreign debts. Okay, fine. All <laughs> of those still bets. work. I yeah. Mean, yeah, some of these still do work. So I think he, he could just change out some of them for the TikTok. MySpace, Internet. MySpace. Well, remember, he's doing the history of the, you I, know, Yeah, I guess, going all the way down. Urkel Full House. <laughs> Boy Meets World. I don't know. <laughs> That's still out of date. Broke all rather Jennings. There you go. Maybe you should do it. Me Too movement back again. I don't know. (laughs) Getting woke. COVID poke. There you go. That's a good one. I'll send the lyrics to Billy. That's a good one. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Billy would would be sued immediately. Even even for sending him my imaginary lyrics. I feel like it would just... Billy Joel off. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Have you seen that meme of him when they brought the uh, what's your face that pop singer yes. up? He just looks like, get the hell out of here. Yeah. I'm Billy Joel, damn it. <laughs> All right. Here it is, the weekend CBB, the community bulletin board. Thank you for sending these in. We're always looking for charities, community groups, organizations, sometimes businesses, mm-hmm. putting on a fun event, trying to give back, do something good in the community, fun for all. That's what the CBB is all about. So thanks for sending them in. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, 1071theboss.com and the Facebook, or you can text us anytime we check them, 774-4444. Fall Harvest Festival is going on. Boy, Saturday the 17th is just jam-packed with events. Yes. This one's going on up in Paramus, 10 to 5 at the Van Schoen County Park. Am I saying that right? Van Son, Van Schoen? I think so, yeah. Enjoy a craft fair. Carnival rides, farmer's market, music, face painting, pumpkin picking. They'll have food trucks on site and a whole lot more. It's co.bergen.nj.us for the info. Hmm. co.bergen.nj.us for the info. The big Italian festival is going on all week long, right through Sunday in Hoboken. One of your favorite spots to go and get a little Love bite, a little Hoboken. cocktail. Yes. Four-day festival of music, food, fun, paisans, <laughs> plus fireworks, 9 o'clock tonight. HobokenItalianFestival.com for all the info. You don't have to go into the city. No. You get all the fun right there in Hoboken. Mm-hmm. A lot closer. St. James 32nd Annual Street Fair is happening Saturday, 10 to 5. Tomorrow, uh, St. James, oh, next Saturday, I'm sorry, a week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. 10 to 5 St. James School, downtown Woodbridge. You get a huge 50-50 raffle. Two stages of live performances, food trucks, crafters, vendors, kids' fun zone diy slime what Ooh. is it with the slime that the kids like so much they love the slime no i can't with that we're not we don't allow the slime in our house it's not a thing. No. <laughs> bounce houses character appearances carnival games and a whole lot more it's sj-school.org for the details tomorrow the boss roadies be on tour they'll be part of uh, neptune day heck avenue at uh, neptune middle school get more on that all our events last chance windows boss summer shirts while they last your recyclable boss bags and more 1071 theboss.com click station events, community events. Here's a couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning. We are both uh, pondering getting new eyeglasses. Mm, yes. I have mentioned that my eyesight, especially uh, driving long distances, looking at signs, you know, 500 feet, 800 feet up the road. I've been struggling a little bit, so I figure it's probably time for a new prescription. Now, I did go uh, last summer, so 
just over a year ago, and my prescription had not changed at all. Mm-hmm. But I feel like something has happened in the past year where I really need to go. So we we have an appointment. We're both going to go because yeah. you want a new pair of glasses as well. I don't uh-huh. think either of us has gotten new frames in what about four years now. Yeah, something the, like that? we went together. I think it was eighteen. Yeah, we went together to get our last ones, uh, uh, and we picked them out together. And that was the last time both of us had them. So I think it's definitely time to update the glasses. And you know, I had my old old pair because again, my prescription has really not changed mm-hmm. much. Although I feel now it has, mm-hmm. so I was able to rotate. And it kind of gives you, it's like, you know, wearing a different shirt every day. It sure. kind of gives you a little variety when you wear glasses. You're not wearing the yeah. same pair. Now, maybe that's a silly thing, but I just feel like I no, need a little variety. You know, I think it's it's something, especially when it's on your face, it's an accessory. Just like a woman would change her necklace out or a man yeah. would change his, his sure. watch from his work watch to his nicer watch. Sometimes you just have an everyday pair. And then sometimes, especially you who wear your glasses 24-7, yeah. it is nice to have more than one pair so you can switch them out. There's other things. I used to buy watches all the time and yeah. I got a whole bunch of them and all the batteries are dead and I never wear them. Isn't that a bummer? They're all just sitting Well, you there. can get the battery change for like know, 10 bucks. I feel like that's another thing we got to do is bring it by the mall, you know, sure. bring it to the jewelry it's store. 10 bucks. They'll, they'll change it for you. They're just collecting dust in the drawer. It's yeah. kind of a kind of a shame. I've no, had you... the same sunglasses, by the way, for got probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's time for new everything with the glasses. So we went and we're trying them on. And I think we've narrowed them down. You really like the style, which for a while, <laughs> I thought, you know, it's got that little, uh, what would you the call it? bridge. That? It's got like a, yeah. yeah. I kind of thought of that as being an old-fashioned, like kind of an old fuddy-duddy sort of look. But now it's very en vogue because yeah. you get celebrities like Jennifer Aniston and Olivia Wilde. They're, they all got those glasses yeah. now, so they become. Kind of like the big, you know, 70s, I guess it's Well, no, you tried early. two different kinds. There's like those rectangle-looking mm-hmm. ones that to me do look very. 70s yeah and then there's this other one that's got that bridge yeah they almost look like if you can if you can remember they're like the, nerd glasses well, well or the the uh, grandpa from up I don't yeah know. Okay. that's kind of what they look like they're like the big glasses like that and they are they're all over now and they're like the thin gold frames and the, i've i've never actually i don't think i've ever had uh metal framed glasses oh ever. is that right always I've plastic always done, i've always done the plastic so it would definitely be a first but it was, I, oh, I think we're. I think we're both looking to experiment. I know yeah. I'm looking to experiment. Sure. Just like I've mentioned, I'm, I'm right on the cusp of wanting to uh, shave my beard down to just a mustache. Yeah. I would yeah. like to be a guy that could have just a mustache, but I'm afraid to take that leap because <laughs> there is a stigma attached to having just a mustache. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to be very, got to be very careful, very particular because you can, you can look very cool. Or more than likely, you look like a complete idiot mm. with you've got a mustache. You look like a creep. You know what I'm saying? The good thing you have going for you, as far as the mustache goes, is you went a very long time with no facial hair whatsoever. So you know that you're not one of those people that has like a hidden mole or something that's oh, like... Oh, no, yeah. Because if, once you shave that beard off, you do look really different. But there are some people who have a big beard and they've had it for years and years and years. And like, you don't know what's under there. I do like to get sun, so I wonder <laughs> if I shouldn't wait for the... Well, that's Because I wonder you know if my what? face that's is a- not quite... T- hand as it would be without the facial hair. I didn't really think of that. That is actually a really good point because it probably isn't. It's like when Darth Vader rips his mask open, yeah. it's all... It's probably very white underneath your, your facial bit. hair. Yeah, I just... So that's that's a concern. But I, I'm looking to be adventurous with the glasses as well. But again, there's a risk when you do something... I tend to have very old-fashioned taste. Yeah. So I really like these... Uh, Round, they're round wire glasses. They're almost Harry Potterish, but like they big. are not Harry Potterish well, to me. Bit. You know what they look like to me? They look well in my head. I wanted to look like Indiana Jones, like a professor. Okay. You know that sort of a thing. Sure, they, uh, yeah, where it's got yeah. the little thing that curls in back of your ear. Okay. So it's like that 1930s look. But I'm worried instead I'll look like one of the Nazis from Indiana Jones. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it is very. They are <laughs> look like a villain. 
They are very of that era, but I can see how it does. It looks like a they look you kind of look like a librarian or something. But I I do think that so the circle wire glasses with a mustache is giving a very particular. It is, but you I think you also are going to have to be careful anytime anyone has round glasses. Just like if you had red glasses, yeah. if someone has red glasses, who do you think of? Red glasses, red. Sally Jesse Raphael. Exactly. Yeah. Anybody who has round framed glasses, who do you think of? Uh, it's Harry you're gonna Potter. You're going to say Harry Potter? It's Harry Potter. Well, I was I was going to say Joe Roosevelt, you know what I mean? So, Or Joe well, Kennedy, that's I, what I meant. Well, this is what I'm saying to you, is I, <laughs> I think you need to be prepared. It's if, got that 1930s look to it, you if know? If you do do the round glasses, yeah. you're going to get that comparison. So I think... You know what I think about... Is I feel also you've got to have a very, very uh, slim frame. You know, because I feel like otherwise you're going to have glasses that are as big as the rest of your body or it's not proportional. What do you mean slim frame? Like, well, I'm a, like I'm a big, like even, even if I frame? weighed 150 pounds and I didn't have a dad bod, right? I'm still a big guy. Yeah. You know, so I've got big ribs and I'm a tall oh, yeah. guy. You mean you can't have like teeny tiny lenses. Well, that's what I'm worried right. about is maybe the circle ones are just too small, you know, no, that's, because that's what I like about the beard versus the mustache. I feel like I've got yeah. this big beard yeah. and it kind of goes with my big frame. Yeah. So I wonder if I shouldn't have like Charles Nelson Riley glasses. See, that's too much though because the plastic is like the, those overpower I am someone who loves big frames that cover my I mean my glasses now you call but them but everything about me is big ladies yeah. so I feel like maybe I need <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> maybe I need I mean as far as my shoulders and all you know my frame yeah. so I feel like maybe I need big frames to match my big frame you well know the what I'm ones that you tried on like the circles were probably as big as the bottom of a coke can so I don't know that like they were in like teeny <laughs> tiny little circles I take it back I won't look like a Nazi from Indiana Jones I'm gonna look like a jack in the box oh I'm a Charlie <laughs> you know it's funny as we were talking to uh Ryan Ashley, the lady from the Ink Master on mm-hmm. the hotline today, we hung up and I said, I got to tell you, sometimes I don't know where I pull these questions from because I, I know nothing about tattoos. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of tattoos. No, you're not. I mean, some of them I think look awful and I just go, oh man, that's just not not my thing. You do you. Yeah. I mean, some of them I guess are okay. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I've been on it. I think yours are fine, but they're not necessarily something I would do, right? Yeah. So I know nothing about it. And yet somehow I had a 10 minute conversation with this lady. She's very nice. I just, I didn't know anything about it. And I, I, I don't know why it doesn't make me comfortable because if I had to go and make conversation in a group setting, you yeah. know, like have a dinner, uh-huh. I, I, would, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be a nervous wreck. I just want to, you know, hide under the table. You feel like if you were at a dinner with her, you wouldn't have been able to ask the same questions you were asking <sighs> I guess in my head I would have to pretend that we were on the air because I just, somehow I go into uh, interviewer mode and then I'm okay. But if I'm sitting around in a group of people and everybody's getting a tattoo and I don't and they're talking about their tattoo, I I don't know what to say. It's so funny because I'm completely opposite when it comes to interviewing or doing any time. I mean, you, you know, I rarely ever speak up because I feel like it's so formal and I don't, I can't connect. Whereas if I'm at dinner, I'll talk to everybody and I can find someone to, I can turn my head and have a conversation about nothing with a total stranger, but over the phone or something. I just I'm even like, when it does come to say. people I know or people I know a little bit, mm-hmm. and it's about something I know. I'm still nervous. I got to. I have a uh, lunch I'm going to later. Uh, Joe is supposedly coming with me, but I'll see. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of uh, radio people. Most of them retired now. Yeah, legends, if you will. Mm-hmm. And there's this big lunch going on today, and I got to tell you, I'm a nervous wreck about it. Why are you nervous? I just am because like I don't know what to say. What, you're. They're all radio people. What do you mean? I know, mean? but you, if we start talking about radio and I see something, they're going to be like, well, who cares what he thinks? He doesn't know why? what he's talking Because that's why? what I think in my head. So, like, even with people I know what we're talking about, I still feel uncomfortable. And yet, I get on the phone with this Ryan lady. I talk about tattoos. I know nothing about tattoos. Right. You know what I mean? 
That's definitely. We had that guy last week. The the guy talks to dead people. I don't know. He's he's a crock. Yeah. I don't know anything about it. But yeah, wow. we talk for six minutes, no problem. Right. You know. So today it's very nice that I've been invited, and I'm very excited to see these people. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't know what to say, so I almost want to hide. You know. Well, maybe it's because these are people that you actually don't think are a crock and you do respect so it makes you a little nervous maybe that's the issue i'd be like this if you invited me to go to dinner with a bunch of friends of yours that i don't know you know what i mean so you just need to do everything over the phone is what you're saying maybe that's what it is (laughs) maybe that's what it is can can you guys just telephone me in (laughs) i'll just zoom (laughs) i'll have a sandwich from my couch while you guys hang out there (laughs) no i want to be there you know because i want to take a picture but then i want to leave you know i don't understand what you're nervous about though again this is all these are people that you're going to talk to about things that you actually know about because i just think they're gonna think i'm an idiot you know and i am i don't an understand idiot. why you would think well that's that. how i feel so we'll see none of i mean i shouldn't say none of them are working but most <laughs> yeah. of them are working and you well, it's not that they're not working they're retired they're older people well i don't i again i don't know what do, you're still like for example one of the people coming is uh, joey reynolds people might remember that name he was okay. doing radio in the 50s you know? okay so he's an older guy it's not like he's I not think working you're nervous i think that's the case well you're i've nervous. met him before I just, but yet I still don't know what to say. Maybe you need to just go have a drink before you go. Now you're talking. That'll loosen you up. That'll make it easier to talk to anybody. I know it works for me. I'm going to be honest. I'd like to have a drink right now. <laughs> I think that'd be fine. There you go. Now, what is the over-under that Nolan is actually going to say? Oh, you know, 50-50. Yet? Because he told okay. me he'd like to come and he'd like me to pick him up. And yet, oh. yet there has not been any follow-up. Well, if you are picking him up, then maybe the odds are a little bit better because you—I mean—you're going to be at his house. I'm going to make—I'm going to make a prediction. What's going to happen is I'm going to say what time you want me to get you. There'll mm-hmm. be no reply, and then Monday morning we'll come in here and he'll go, "Hey, but I missed the text. I'm yeah. sorry." Okay, Joe. Would you feel more comfortable if Joe? Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, then maybe you should tell him that. 100%. Maybe you should get up on the line right now. Because then we're walking in, you know, walking in together. Joe, will be like my date. You know, you don't want to go to the prom alone. <laughs> All right. Well, now the odds of him coming have yeah, greatly they just reduced. Decreased exponentially. It's <laughs> like my day. <laughs> Don't uh, tell his wife that. Hashtag mom. God, that's <laughs> Every morning, 720 and 920, we share them right here on the radio from moms, from dads. They're not afraid to let no. their freak flag fly mm-hmm. just like this. Mandy Schultz said, parenting books have been a lifesaver. Without them, I'd have rings all over my coffee table. Yeah. You know who is coming to this thing is uh, Chernoff is coming. Well, there you go. So there's someone I know really well. Yeah. You'll be fine. <laughs> I never met this man. I don't know him. <laughs> Art Volo will be there. Oh, we love Art And he's Volo. been right here in studio. He's the videographer uh, of the stars. Yes. So, so yeah. I guess there are people I know really well. See, what are you nervous about? I don't know. At Pumpkin and Flannel is Life said, my biggest disappointment giving birth was that the nurse didn't rise my baby in the air and sing Circle of Life as she was <laughs> handing her to me. Not to Panga. <laughs> That's not how it goes. That's not, did you say not to Panga? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Marcy Gilbertson said, my kid is literally eating dirt in the backyard. But yeah, I'll go ahead and triple wash those grapes. Every time I start singing on the air, I really regret it. So, <laughs> Like I said, I just need a drink. Hashtag mom. Every morning right here, 720 and 920. Hi, good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, New Jersey. <laughs> How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing really good. I'm excited. The show starts today. Yes, yes. So the uh, big premiere over there on Paramount Plus. Now we uh, we're trying to catch up uh, on this. I'm a I'm a new convert to the show. Rochelle's been a fan for a while. <laughs> yes, we've seen some of the previous seasons. Uh, of course, you're a previous winner, but the show's back, and you're the first female judge, and you get the new host, Joel Madden from Good Charlotte. So a lot of big things happening in the world of Ink Master. There are, and you know, being 
someone that's been a part of the Ink Master family for so long, it was really, really important for me that, you know, the right people came in for this new judging position and that the show and the whole competition in general is really going in the right direction. And, um, you know, the new judges, me, Nico Hurtado, Ami James, it's cool because Nico's been tattooing 20 years. Ami has been tattooing 30 years. Wow. And now for me, this is my 10th or 11th year. So it's every 10 years. It's a whole generation in between us. So we actually get to represent three different voices of the tattoo industry, as well as three different styles. And then Joel coming in, I think his voice is equally as important, if, you know, for everyone, because he represents you guys. He represents the general audience. He's the most honest about the curb appeal. He's not getting into the technical specifics as much. He's talking about art for, for art's sake. I, I think and I hope we really did the show justice. It, it's going to be one not to miss. And no pressure, but uh, it's your job as a judge to uh, help award that quarter million dollar prize. So there's like a lot of suspense with the show. You know, like even like Family Feud is only 20 grand. You guys are giving away a quarter million dollars to the winner. That's pretty amazing. It's a, it's a life changing amount of money. I mean, that's it's it's a house. Right. You know, it's a it's a it's a new shop. It's it's an astronomical amount of money. And um, it really pushes people to the limit. I mean, it, it, that amount of money can really change the game for somebody. And I think these artists coming in as veterans, they've played the game before. They're super well-versed. They're not coming in like a deer in headlights this round. They're coming in as runner-ups, right. finalists from previous seasons. And uh, they know exactly what to do to really push this competition to the next level. Now, uh, Rochelle has a couple of tattoos. I don't have any. And she tells me <laughs> that I'm a big baby and that if I ever wanted to get one, it really doesn't hurt as much as I think it does. What is your opinion? You get a you know someone like me that says, oh my God, I feel like it would hurt. What, what do you say to that? Well, I don't think, I think you should never live your life based on fear. Right. And if you're not getting a tattoo because you're fearful that it's going to hurt, then that fear is allowing you to miss out on something that could potentially mean a lot to you. And so my advice to you is don't live your life based in fear. You know, don't worry about the pain. It's, it's a mental thing. You got to get in the zone and be strong and know that you can overcome anything. And that pain is just a temporary feeling. Well, see, that wasn't a denial that it doesn't hurt, but but that's I mean, a fair point. It doesn't point. feel great, but right. it doesn't hurt. And it's super <laughs> addicting. Once you get one, you just want all of the tattoos. Now, how many do you have? You've, I have four. You have four, and, and Ryan, I'm guessing you've got more than 10, right? How many total? Oh my gosh, I have one big one. I have one big one. It's a suit, basically. <laughs> I, I could, don't think I could even separate them at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I think about it, and then sometimes, this is like I, I've said I want a mustache. You know, sometimes I think about it, sometimes <laughs> I just don't know. But we'll we'll see. I, let me ask your opinion on this. I'm fascinated yeah. this week. Uh, Sylvester Stallone has been trending because he had his uh, tattoo of his wife's face changed into the face of his dog. Have you seen this picture? Do you have any opinion on this? I have not seen this, but I'm going to Google it immediately. Because <laughs> I imagine this is something you've probably been asked to do, right? Where people you know, have something and they want it covered up and changed. I mean, that's something you'd have to do, right? Oh, man, yeah. And unfortunately with cover-ups, when you're a new artist, you're apprenticing you're a few years into your career, cover-ups are really, really hard and um, they could go one of two ways. I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people that have a cover-up of a cover-up of a cover-up. Oh, wow. And uh, 
Yeah, that, that could be a slippery slope if you don't go to the right artist. But they're challenging and, and intimidating. Right. Do yourself a favor. Google the sly one because for a guy with that kind of money, it's real bad. So. <laughs> oh, I wrote it down. There, I wrote it down. There you go. Well, it debuts on Paramount Plus. It's streaming there uh, today, the brand new season of Ink Master. And Ryan Ashley is one of the judges and, of course, a uh, previous winner. So it's great to talk to you, Ryan. Thanks for making some time for us. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. And definitely tune in. You guys won't be disappointed. It's a Friday tradition. Why, you might ask? Seems strange. Why is this a Friday tradition? Because no matter what kind of a week you're having, everybody's on your case. The stress of the world, the news is terrible most days. Yeah. But at least you're not in the same predicament as these people. At least you're not incarcerated, taken into custody by the law. It's something we call dumb. Mm, crook news. Each week we scour the police blotters from sea to shining sea, sometimes even... Uh, North of the border, across the pond, for these mm-hmm. stories of your award-winning fellow citizens who have done wrong and landed in the pokey with the white and black stripes. <laughs> Dumb crook news. Dateline to Kansas City, Missouri. That's how they say it out there, you know. Kansas City, Missouri. 35-year-old anonymous student pilot ran out of fuel while flying without an instructor. Had to mm. land a single-engine plane in the interstate. Turned out he was drunk. Oh, no. He was flying under the influence. That's why he went up without the instructor. Imagine he gets in the plane. The instructor's like, hey, wait for me. He's running down a runway. Oh, my gosh. He uh, he did manage to, to land it without hurting anybody, hitting any cars, but he crashed into a guardrail. He himself suffered some minor scrapes and bruises. Police also found a small amount of marijuana. Uh-oh. And a handgun. Oh, my gosh. What's this guy doing? He just kept getting lower, kept going and getting lower, and I'm going, WTF. And then next minute I go, I go, holy crap, and he hit the interstate. That's the flight instructor. He doesn't. That's not what I picture when I think of a flight instructor. Oh, my gosh. I'll say, well, holy crap. <laughs> I mean, who is this guy? Well, what else do you say when you see a, a plane landing on the freeway? That's, just... that's, what, that's exactly what I would say. It would be, holy crap. Well, that's why you're not a flight instructor. Well, you're not working at the control tower. That's but crazy. Anyhow, luckily everybody's okay, including him, but he is now facing a litany of felony charges. Now, I've said on several occasions that it is a dream of mine to learn how to be a pilot. Right. And I figure if this fool can do it, I can certainly do it. So this guy's actually in a strange backward way, <laughs> giving me hope and motivation to go become a amateur pilot myself. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Dateline to New Haven, Connecticut, just up the highway. I've also said on many occasions, home of the best pizza in the United States of mm-hmm. America. No disrespect to our fine pizzerias here. Sure. 25-year-old Joshua Murray was at a family dollar. Two women walk in, so he holds the door for him, being polite, right? Right. He didn't get a thank you. They oh. didn't say anything to him. So okay. he got a little upset and said, hey, don't you say thank you? And they kind of brushed him off, pulls a gun. <gasps> oh, God. Pointed it at them, didn't fire, but said, uh, who's going to say thank you now, huh? Oh, my gosh. So while he's having this uh, altercation, this goes on for some time, and the clerk is able to call the police and take him into custody. They apparently were only half a mile down the road, so they were there pretty quickly, and he's been arrested for breach of the peace. So at least he was polite, opening the door. Always say thank you. Always say thank you. (laughs) Wow. You got to be careful who you cut off in traffic, you know? Yes. (laughs) Dateline to Boston. 22-year-old Wakel Steele boarded a bus. A city bus became frustrated with the speed they were going, apparently a little bit too slow, so he pulled the stop signal, demanded his money back. (laughs) Guy said, you can't get off here. I can't just let you off the middle of the route. You got to wait till the next stop. Not a good enough answer for Wakel, so he grabbed a piece of wood. Uh, I guess you they use that to secure the back door oh, of the bus yeah, or something. Yeah. He mm-hmm. pulls it off and starts whacking the driver. Oh, my God. Driver was not seriously injured, and he was removed from the bus. Wow. 
Listen to this. Dateline to Hillsboro, North Carolina. There's a family of six. They go to the Waffle House. That's a big thing in the South, right? Mm-hmm. They sit down. They eat their meal. They get the bill. They decide they're not going to pay. Instead, they're going to rob the place. <laughs> because, of course. They got away with it, too, uh, for two days until they were finally caught up with and taken into custody near Charlotte. Apparently, they had robbed several other Waffle Houses in the South, including locations in Louisiana and Texas. They're the Waffle Bandits. The Waffle Bandits. <laughs> Man, the breakfast is so good here, it's criminal. Oh, this is fun. Dateline, New Albany, Indiana. 37-year-old Michelle Nelson sent her husband, Tim, to get donuts while the uh, place was out of the kind that she uh, really likes. So Uh he just decided to come home with nothing. Instead of risking, he says to authorities, buying donuts she doesn't like. Well, she was so angry at him because she's making dinner. He was getting dessert, the donuts. She decided to stab him in the chest with a barbecue fork. Oh, my God. Apparently, it was uh, deep enough that it had to be pulled out at the hospital. They weren't able to get it back out. She said she was just trying to teach him a lesson. (laughs) Never come home empty-handed when I send you out for donuts. Wow. And she also said after five years of marriage that he should have known her second favorite type of donut. She's now facing charges for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. I'm going to go ahead and guess. I'm no marriage counselor. Mm -hmm. I'm not Dr. Phil. No. But I'm going to go ahead and guess there's more going on behind the scenes than just the donuts. I would guess so. I I would guess so, yeah. All right. Well, it wouldn't be a dumb crook news without this. Dateline to Fort Pierce, Florida. It's always Florida. Florida. 56-year-old Anita Weimer got pulled over for speeding. The police found anxiety pills in her car. (laughs) She didn't have a prescription for Uh them. She explained they weren't her pills, though. They were her dogs. Oh, okay. She admitted that she did take them and that she had been drinking. Oh, oh! she took her dog's anxiety medication. Now we understand why the dog needed to be on anxiety medication. <laughs> She's drunk driving at a high rate of speed. I haven't been fed. I need to go for a pee. <laughs> Can't find a tree anywhere, officer. I need my anxiety. Woof, woof. She took them. Took the pills away from the poor Fido. Here you are, dumb. Crook News. And gentlemen, it's Fun Fact Friday! In my hand, the envelope hermetically sealed, kept in Steve Bannon's sport jacket pocket since (laughs) noon yesterday. (laughs) A little court date. Yeah. Man, that guy needs a haircut. He must go to the same guy I've got because the hair is just too long on the top. You know what I mean? (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Well, mine's too long on the top. That's what I mean. Well, you haven't been indicted yet. (laughs) Listen, I'm working on it, okay? (laughs) You still have time to get it cut. Hearing contained fun facts, facts that are fun, things you don't really need to know. We just thought you'd like to know. Uh These are fun facts. Yes. Facts that are fun. Can you imagine what a big baby I would be if I got in trouble? You know? FBI, open up. This guy's like, I'm not coming in. I don't care. Screw that subpoena. I'd be like, please. I'll tell you. Please. Don't put me in jail. Can you imagine how how easily I'd fold? Oh, amazing. I'd be the most productive government witness. Uh, Yeah. Speaking of USA, (laughs) the Statue of Liberty's nose is four and a half feet long. Now, long. now, amazingly, not as long as Barbara Streisand's. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Zing. Wow. I welcome your letters. Amazon <laughs> was originally going to be called Relentless. In fact, huh. if you go to Relentless.com, they still own that domain. It'll take you to Amazon.com. See what Hold they on. did there? Are you going to do Relentless. it? Relentless.com. What do you know? It takes you right to Amazon. That's what I just said. Wow. Okay. So it's like an echo chamber in here. <laughs> Tina Turner is no longer an American citizen. She gave up her citizenship. She now is a citizen of Switzerland. This happened in 1994. She said, don't like paying taxes. Is that where she's been all this time? I don't know that she lives there all the time, but wow. she's officially a Swiss citizen. Good for her. I wonder if she also is a fan of cheese and knives. <laughs> Looks very Swiss miss. Mm. <laughs> Even I'm ashamed that I went there with that. 
Cheap joke. Are you? 15% of the air you breathe in a subway station is human skin. Oh, that's so gross. Why is that? Just because there's so many people? Someone scratching next to you? You want to breathe my skin? That's nasty. I'm good. Some species of caterpillars have evolved to look like bird poop, so if a bird spots them, they won't eat them. That's brilliant. (laughs) Man, that's the majesty of of God himself, isn't it? Make one of his creatures look like bird poop. Yeah. (laughs) And there is no real evidence that Vikings ever wore helmets with horns on top. It was probably just a choice. Of an opera house. You're kidding. Yeah. This is like the, the uh, pirate thing. I'll tell you thing. what we need to do in this production is put some horns on the hats and then we'll sing the opera. It'll be great. It'll be, I am a Viking. That's probably what happened. That was that was a, a historical reenactment of how we came to believe that the, the helmets had horns, you know? I was going to say. Now sing, fat lady, sing. I was going to say, <laughs> this has kind of changed my life. Again, like the pirate thing. Oh, that's talking right. Like pirates. The pirate accent comes from the old Treasure when Island you, movie. Yeah. When you think of a Viking, you think of the Viking hat. I mean, it's called a Viking hat. It's so. a Viking helmet. And no, <laughs> while they may well have worn helmets, it was probably a aesthetic choice for the stage. And how do they make that choice again? Go ahead, chubby, sing it. <laughs> And for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five, five big old trending stories thought you needed to know. Be in the know, number five to number one. We will count down and start at number five momentarily. Meantime, a reminder to catch up on a podcast if you need. It's right there at 1071toboss.com on demand or wherever you get your podcasts. And we post content, photos, and funny little memes and stuff on our socials all weekend. So please stay connected with us. Number five, woman filmed her cat saying hello. Now that might seem silly enough, but it has racked up three million views so far. What? Hello. All right. All right. That's pretty good. Okay. Having said that, our cat Rick also says hello. He does. I don't know if it's as clear as that, though. That was pretty clear. I'm starting to believe that all cats say hello. Yeah. Yeah. It's an easy thing to say. How have we not discovered this after thousands and thousands of years of man and cat? Cats can say hello. Well, we didn't have TikTok then, yeah. so what now were I you going to do? TikTok to prove it. That's okay. right. Number four, here's a guy who's going viral. Speaking of TikTok, he's got an account there where he posts dates with uh, women from each state. He has gone on 50 dates, and he posted a video of each with a woman from each state in each of the states. Okay. His name is Matthew Wuring. Mm. I need a date for one more state in season two of 50 Dates, 50 States. I've gone on 48 dates in 48 different states this season, and I only have two states left. Obviously, he went ahead and dated somebody from each of the states. By the way, he is so successful and so many followers. He's got sponsors on his TikTok now. He has quit his job. Good for him. I mean, what kind of, do you have any self-respect if you're going out with this guy knowing that you're going to be on 50 states, 50 dates? Well, I guess if you want TikTok recognition, like a lot of people do, that's the only Can reason Can we call in the Navy SEALs and just mow this guy down? <laughs> I mean, honest to God. <laughs> What a, what a weasel. Wow. I mean, that had to be pretty pricey to go to each state and you have to you have to get there. You have to stay there. What, are you there. on his side? No, I'm not. I'm just saying it's, you know, he, he saw the whole country. I suppose it's a little harsh, but <laughs> how about a good slap in the ass? How okay. about that? All right. <laughs> Number three, there's a six-year-old from Kansas. He's been born with 12 fingers. And he's published a book. It's a children's book. It's called Wyatt's Big Adventures with Shriners. Because he said the Shriners have helped him learn how to deal with having an extra finger on both hands. They can do everything that they put their mind to. And 
their abilities may just be different. Yeah, absolutely. And let me tell you something, Wyatt. Maybe you don't realize it now, but there are all sorts of ways where having two extra fingers are going to come in real handy, okay? All sorts of ways. Can you name like one? I'll tell you what, he can date 50 women in 50 states real easy. It probably date 100 women in each state, never mind one date each state. You know, at least six. He could be a great six cab driver. Months. No. <laughs> he put both fingers up. There you- <laughs> I'm driving here. It's going to be fine, Wyatt. It's going to be just fine. You're all right. You're doing great. You go on America's Got Talent, you meet mm-hmm. Nick Cannon, he show you pictures of all his kids, it'll be great. <laughs> Wyatt, life's going to be just fine. It's good to be different, okay, Unless buddy? Unless you need a pair of gloves. Yeah, well, I'm sure somebody will come up with a yes, solution there. Yes, they will. But otherwise, your life's going to be just great, mm-hmm. okay? He has six fingers. <laughs> Number two, Angelina Jolie is suing her ex, Brad Pitt, for $250 million. Wow. She claims that he uh, took over the French wine business, the French winery that they ran together when they were married, as retaliation over their divorce and subsequent custody proceedings mm-hmm. and blocked her out of the cash. So I guess the deal was supposed to be, yeah, he runs oh. it, but she gets a piece, and he went, I'll run it and keep all the money. Well. So now there are attorneys involved. I'm just going to say this, Brad. I don't know anything about Angelina Jolie other than what I see. I would not mess with Angelina Jolie. No, okay? I wouldn't either. My money's on Angelina, Brad. Yeah. So I would just keep your pretty little face safe and give her her cut of the money so she leaves you alone, okay? I mean, she did used to wear a vial of blood. Just a friendly bit of friendly advice. (laughs) You don't want to upset Angelina. (laughs) Bonus story for you. Elon Musk has taken a shot at Jeff Bezos. Now, Amazon is producing the new Lord of the Rings streaming series for Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Elon says the series is full of weak male characters and said to an interview, (laughs) quote, Token is turning in his grave. Good one, Elon. <laughs> I didn't want to play the clip. I thought I could do it All justice. Right, don't play it. Token is turning at his grave. <laughs> Did he actually, he, he typed out the cackle? No, no, he, he said this in an interview. Oh, he, he said it he in an interview. He to himself, it's, but I didn't go and get the clip. I thought I could do it justice. <laughs> he do overtime. No, that's it. <laughs> now, if you want to see the clip and hear it again, you're going to have to YouTube it. Okay. So <laughs> you're probably going to Amazon it. I don't know. Yeah. Bonus, bonus story for you. How about this? Wheel of Fortune coming back with celebrity guests September 25th on ABC. First one, Snoop Dogg. Amazing. That's so exciting to me. I'd like to buy a vowel izzle, my shizzle. <laughs> I'd like to buy a D and a double O and a G. I want to solve the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know, Pat will be standing there like, I don't care. I get paid either way. (laughs) Knock yourself out, Snoop. Just do it. I really don't care. I love his face every time they do the celebrity ones because he just, he's always annoyed. That show is almost like that Celebrity Jeopardy they used to do on Saturday Night Live. It is. It's almost a parody. No. Right. That is not how you spell roof. (laughs) No. But my check clears either way, so what do I care? Exactly. Number one, here's a viral hack. That has got the whole internet divided here. Mm-hmm. You want to deep clean your toilet. Is it unsanitary to unscrew it from the bowl, <laughs> keep the bolts, put it in the dishwasher, clean it, and then rescrew it to your toilet bowl? The ring? The, the toi- seat, the- yeah. Yes, it's unsanitary. Leave it alone. Well, Are they're you- saying that there's enough uh, you know, cleaning that goes on when you put it by itself in the dishwasher that there's no reason you can't why wash you- it and then... Why do you need your toilet bowl sanitized yeah. like that? Like, what are you doing? Are you licking it? Why? Why? Just use the well, Lysol. Well, sometimes you got to get it clean. You know, you have a little taco night the next day. Ew. Ew. The next day, it's hard to get that, that seat clean. You know? Lysol has bleach in it. That's enough. You don't need to put it in the dishwasher. That's gross. Good one, Elon. <laughs> Celebrity birthday file. American Idol's Haley Reinhardt. She's 32. Michelle Williams. Michael Bublé 
He's 47 today. Surprisingly, he's a very nice guy. Is he? He kind of comes off like a douche, but he's very nice. Have you, I've never I met, met him, him years ago. Okay. And very nice. Joe was there, actually. That was at the old WPLJ. Very Did nice guy. Did he create guy. that Buble uh, no. seltzer? No, he's just different? a spokesperson. Oh, okay. Eric Stone Street. Modern Family. Modern Family. Yes. That's what it is. He's 51. Adam Sandler, 56 today. Hugh Grant. Tom Wopat from the Dukes of Hazard celebrating. And Elliot in E.T. Elliot. <laughs> Elliot. Stop it. Henry Thomas. Elliot. <laughs> He's 51 today. Good one, Elon. Elliot. Today's National Teddy Bear Day, International Sudoku Day. Elliot. <laughs> My one impression. That's yeah, that all was, I've got. Well, you know, you do do an Adam Sandler, but I was just going to glaze right over that. So would you grace? whoop doo uh, And I'm sorry I asked. Elliot. Okay. Great songs last night. I want to say thanks to everybody at Asbury Lanes mm-hmm. for having us out. 1071 The Boss presented Modern English, the I Melt With You Guys. I tell you, a great bunch of guys. Uh, came in with really no expectation at all. Never met them before. Love the song. Yeah. You know, they had another right. one, Hearts on Fire, I think it was. Really nice. What a great bunch of guys. They had yeah. stories about playing Asbury Park when the Ramones were here back in the uh, early 80s. Oh, boy. Yeah, long Hanging out with Patty Smith. And uh, one of the guys uh, knew David Bowie. So just a cool bunch of guys. And it was a fun concert last night. The Asbury Lane people were very nice and treated us great. So thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, Asbury Lane's has uh, been there forever, too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So appreciate yeah. the staff there. And I appreciate it if, uh, you know, you came out. We had a pretty good little crowd there last night. But... Uh, having said all of that, Rochelle and I dragging this morning because way past our bedtime. You know? <laughs> <Duff>. <laughs> way past our bedtime. <laughs> you know, it is true, though. When you when you work this shift and you're out late and you, and you come in in the morning, you're like, oh, man, you're just on autopilot mm-hmm. for the first hour and a half. Yeah. yeah, well, I said that to Nick when we walked in the door. I said that we were out late. He said, what are you Midnight or something? He said, well, we get home about 8.30, but listen. <laughs> <laughs> for me, oh, that was rough. Me? Thirty. No, the it way was. You're I, talking. I, I think it was about nine when we got home. But then no, it was before nine. But by the time we get to bed, it was after ten. So that's past yeah. my bedtime. Yeah. All right, you know. All right, all right. I was going to say at home at eight thirty. If I'm now. still wearing pants at eight thirty at night, that's a late night for me. You know. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. you know what? We really don't get up that much earlier than people are going to get up, get their kids to the bus stop by seven o'clock in the morning. So I really shouldn't complain. But you know, nonetheless, it was it was a late night for me. Yeah. Well. Well, you sound fine. Both of you sound fine. Everything's Thanks, Joe. good. That's good. Yeah, Thanks, okay. Joe. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Asbury Lanes. That's right, Asbury Lanes. That's a good job out of it. I do the trending. Screwed it up. I was supposed to play the traffic thing. You know what the problem is, Joe? Is uh, we have a celebrity guest here. <laughs> Art oh, Volo. Art Volo is back in the studio. The oh. videographer to the stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, by the way, is blowing off the uh, lunch that you put together, uh, Art. He's got a little, uh, we got a little party going today, and I invited Nolan. And Yeah, it is his loss. He's not coming today. <laughs> he's too busy for us, but anyway, I played the wrong thing. Sorry, Joe. That's all right. Yeah. Mm. So, we'll play this instead. Okay. <laughs> well, now that we've got all of that squared away. Yeah, that's great. 1071theboss.com. Let's go find caller number 10. Good morning. How are you? Just fine. <laughs> you driving into work this morning? No, help my granddaughter get rid of the school. Oh, Aww. even better. That's where you want to be is with the granddaughter, not at work or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Susan. Susan, where are you calling us from this morning? Uh, I'm in Brick. Okay, good. Well, you are the 10th caller. $250 cash jackpot if you've got all four classic rock keywords. Are you ready? What are they? I keeps on turning. Yeah. yeah. $250 right. cash. Nice going. Woo. That's the way to start a Friday morning. Congratulations, Susan. Awesome. Thank you. Sky keeps on turning. Wheel in the sky. Journey is the song. Sky yeah. keeps on turning. 250 bucks for Susan in Brick this morning. And your chance coming up. By the way, Joe, uh, do you remember meeting Michael Buble? I'd say that was about 2011. 
Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, he se- he seemed to be all right. I mean, I don't, I don't remember anything either way about him to be honest with you. So he was very nice. I mean, there were people we met that were absolute you know tools, but there are ones that were uh, <laughs> and there were some very alone. wonderful people too that you didn't oh, expect tons. anything, and they're yeah, great. Nothing. You know, yeah. nothing. Yeah, uh, exactly. But, I don't know yeah. if you heard uh, Rochelle's impression there a second ago of. Uh, E.T. You know, she does. Elliot. That's right. That's what it is. <laughs> She's gonna go, I was uh, more fascinated by the toilet seat then. <laughs> of course you were. I, I, was, I was much, you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, you take the toilet seat off and put it in the dishwasher, clean it off a little bit. I think my wife would stroke out right in front of yes. me. Yes. <laughs> if I put the toilet seat in the dishwasher. Well, <laughs> God forbid. She, but... would, she would just, that would be it. That would be too much for her. Oh, God. People are doing it online. They post videos of it. Comes out sparkling clean, like I white teeth, you know? But, oh, uh, ah! So yes, gross. I can imagine. But anyway, listen to this. I, I think this is a brilliant idea, speaking of uh, social media, okay? So Rochelle is sure. going to fly out this weekend. She's doing a little traveling, so she's going to be in uh, Newark tonight. And I said, because today is Henry Thomas's birthday, the kid from E.T., and she does that Elliot thing. We should right. do hashtag Elliot challenge. And, you know, a lot of people in the airport, right? So she walks around, right. put, just puts her finger up and goes, Elliot, and sees if anybody does it back to her. And maybe we start like this viral thing, the Elliot <laughs> challenge. Is that a stupid idea? It's probably a stupid idea. No, right? it's a great idea, but I'm thinking that Homeland Security might have something <laughs> to say about it. Well, you can talk to your fellow passengers. She's not, uh, she's not touching or uh, or taking yeah, anybody's she's bag. Going, Elliot. She's going, <laughs> Elliot. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think it's a great it's idea. It's not any dumber than putting your toilet seat in the di- in the dishwasher. Well, so. I can't argue with what that. What do they call? You'll hear on the red house. We have an EDP at thirty eight. Let me ask you a question: Is anybody giving you a bag? Do you know what you packed in your bag? Is there gunpowder in there? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Alex. Yeah, right. Like you're gonna tell him. <laughs> I don't know what I packed. I have no well, idea. I don't know what's in there. Right. Well, maybe it's a stupid idea. All right, thanks, Joe. Let's do this. It's He Said, She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. Man, it's just so sad yesterday to see the passing of the Queen. I guess it's, um, you know, it's a different thing than, you know, with the shock. Um, you know, because she was, 90, she was over 96 years old. Right. And I know her health has not been uh, great, especially in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's uh, it's still sad to it see it. It is sad. But on the other hand, what an incredible life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just a... You said it. She's a legend. She is a legend. When, when you talk about legends, he's a true the legend. Is a legend. We said, um, what an amazing final week in office because yeah. she installed a, a new uh, British Prime Minister, and right. she goes back to Winston Churchill, who, of course, is also a legend, legendary figure. You know, it's amazing. It'd be like somebody new, George Washington. I mean, it's kind of a <laughs> kind of an amazing thing. So. Yeah. Uh, and we, for whatever reason, used to do this goofy thing where we pretended to have a British correspondent who would go to Buckingham Palace. Nigel. And, uh, right. We had this character, Nigel Butterworth. And I just, I'm, we were talking about it a day or so ago. I'm always fascinated by the BBC and British culture and all mm-hmm. those sort of things. So, um, you know, I, well, I do the British voice like Aww. the Queen. So I, I think we should keep it uh, keep it going in tribute to her. I know it's it's stupid, but... Yeah, yeah, kind I of mean, our brand, and, and it's it's done out of uh, love and respect uh, yes, for her. So, and of course, she's not actually our queen. If she was actually our queen, I don't know if I would feel the same because I know sometimes <laughs> British people aren't thrilled that they still have a monarch. But, well, but to me, it's just kind of a fun thing. So, I think we'll keep that uh, that character voice alive. Oh, good, that's fun as a tribute, a uh, an ongoing memoriam to uh, Queen Elizabeth II. So. I like that. But I got us thinking this morning: what would be the best part of being queen or being king? Of course, uh, <laughs> Chuck. Prince Charles is well, King Charles the Third. That's Ew. my uh, Prince uh, 
King Charles. It's weird to say King Charles. I know. Right? It, that, you know what? It's almost it, like you're making fun of him. What's up there, a, King Charles? How you doing? He put up a uh, release yesterday, and yeah. it was... And the, it, from the BBC, it said from King Charles. And it was just so, it was so <laughs> I can't weird. help but laugh at him. Isn't that I, terrible? No, I mean, he's. He's such a goon. He's but, a goon. I'm, yeah. But listen, I, you know, it, it is what it that's is. The, that's the way it goes. You were king. You were queen. What would be the best part of the whole deal? Maybe it'd be the castle? Mm. The jewelry? The you crown? You would love the castle. That oh, would be. Yeah. I think that would be your favorite part. I wouldn't hate the crown either. Well, that see, that would be my favorite. The ability to, like, walk around in a tiara. All day yeah. and no one questioning my sanity. Because if I did that now, Joe and I are already sitting on the throne all day. If you know what I'm saying, right. <laughs> you would like, to, but you would like a. I could see you. You would just sit in that throne all day. You would oh, make yeah. people carry you around <laughs> on the throne, like Cleopatra. Like Cleopatra that's right. <laughs> Best part of being a king or queen. We're thinking of uh, Queen Elizabeth this morning. Your yeah. he said. She said. Those are next. Oh, my good golly gracious. Friday. Yeah. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, Thank God it's Friday night. And I just, just, just got paid. So long to the queen. I don't mean to be mean, but Charles just kind of looks like an ape. Big ears. I'm sure, he's got some fears of looking like a clown on my throne. Probably shouldn't leave him alone, but they're not in charge of anything. You know, that's how that works. That's a good news. And, and hey, there's even better news. It's F R I D A Y. Finally, Friday. A fractious, finally, Friday festivity unfolding. Right here on the radio. Everybody on your case. Back to school week. Back to work. Summer just about over. The bill collector's at the door. The neighbor. He borrowed your lawnmower. Didn't bring it back. Everybody making you nuts. Exercise the demons of the work week. Just let your freak flag fry. This is the freak out on the radio. Every single day, baby. And finally, Friday freakout on the radio. It's Loverboy, Robbie and Rochelle at 1071. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss on 997. Anywhere on the Boss app, 1071theboss.com. She would play Queen in memory of the Queen. Yes. I mentioned our, her, the character we do of her, the caricature. I'm going to keep doing it in memoriam. Yeah. So she will remain a part of the show in memory of the legendary Miss uh, Queen Elizabeth here. Just underway with he said. She said. So now we have new King Charles III. <laughs> if you were a king, you became king. I say it's good to be king, right? Yeah. Just can't wait to be king. You become king. You become queen. What would be the best part of that whole deal of being a royal? Speaking of Charles, I'm just reading some of the actual perks that they have. Yep. And Prince Charles has a valet squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. <laughs> and if it's more or less than an inch, everyone gets scolded. He also has... Well, what does that mean they get scolded? It, this is coming from one of their former butlers. You get scolded if oh it's too God. much or too little. He also has his shoelaces pressed flat with an iron. <laughs> These are perks that I would never... Those I mean, are real things that he has done. These are real things that are... are yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, it's from a guy named Paul Burrell, who was once Princess Diana and Charles's former butler. Well, she he might also just not like Charles because he didn't, you know, treat Diana so well. So they say, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's... I, but I mean, it sounds like it could be true. I, 
I see these are things like as a regular person you just wouldn't think to have. <laughs> I need someone to squeeze my toothpaste down. It has to be one inch. But you know what's so crazy about it is that the British people now. I mean, once the monarch really was in power, but now the British people choose to right. use taxpayer dollars to pay for this. Right. And it's like a it's like a tourist attraction. It's national heritage. They're not really. I mean, with all God bless her, with all due respect, she was not. She was the head of state. Right. You know, informally. Sure. But it's a prime minister who's running the country. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy that they spend money so some guy can press his shoelaces. It's insane to me. It's insane. Sandra said the best part of being queen would be having all those dogs and have someone else clean up the poop. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, just scoop it up right in the community. And Jacob said the royal jet would be nice. Yep. And Rachel said, I'd love to have a royal wedding with a dress just like Diana's. Now, that's a great answer. Yeah. That would be a fun perk to have that huge wedding. I have to worry about the bills. You don't even have to plan it, really. I'm still not past the uh, moat. I know we kind of need to have some alligators around your place. There's keep everybody no out. Moat. There's no moat. <laughs> moat you would have a castle. moat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on a big hill, you know? Okay. They're like an alpine. 732-774-4444. All lines open right now. It's He Said. She Said. With Robbie and Rochelle. This morning, for the first time since 1952, there's a new person on the British throne. It is Prince Charles after we lost the Queen yesterday. So it got us wondering if you were to take over, become Queen, uh, become King, queen or, queen or King, he tried to say, what would be the best part of being the, uh, you know, being on the throne, being the King, being the Queen? Yeah. Think about that. Think about what that would be like. Imagine. No. There's no, a, I'm I, saying there's a movie a number of years ago with uh, John Goodman, King Ralph. Oh, yes. Remember? <laughs> oh, my God. He's like the fifth cousin of some, yeah, and he becomes the king yeah. by accident. And all of a sudden, he goes from being like a bus driver to being the king. be incredible. Yeah, it really it would. would. It, would be, it, would, it would be intimidating and scary. I think if you don't grow up in that life, that would be, you know, you, you think it's it's all perks, but it's probably... yeah. There's yeah. probably a lot of things that are just not be stressful great. where your spoon goes and this this fork is for salad and that yeah. kind of thing and uh, yeah. Now we the- thought uh, when we were talking about this, some people might say uh, the first thing I would do is get rid of Dr. Fauci if I was king. That's not what we're talking about no. here, okay? Because mm-hmm. no. the king and queen really don't get to do that sort of thing anyway. <laughs> no. Would be the coolest part, the biggest perk of being the king, being the queen. Marcy said being able to travel the world on someone else's dime. Yeah, now see that's that what I'm talking about. That would be fantastic. Beautiful. I believe the queen didn't, and I guess now King Charles or whatever he is. <laughs> Uh, they don't have to have a passport. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I, that I'm, that may change, but I, I believe that used to be a I mean, thing. like Elton John is as famous as him, and I wonder if they stop Elton at the airport. Probably not. He's got his own plane and stuff, too. Uh, so. Yeah, he's got a private plane, and when he comes up in the glasses and stuff, they're like, go on, go go through, you're Should've fine. Should have made Elton the king. That would have been a better idea. That would have been great. Yeah. Yeah, King Elton. Fianna said, doing absolutely no physical work ever and doing that little wave to everyone. I do that now. You do do that. I'm just a lowly disc jockey. That's weird. All right, we'll keep it going on Facebook. Uh, Best part of being king, being queen. You know, he's text too, 774-4444. That's your he said. She said. R.I.P. Queen Elizabeth, Mm -hmm. a legend, no doubt about it. But she will remain on our show.